Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, transit screen. It was born here, and it's going places. That's really where I think the potential of Washington to be the, the center of a lot of things really is aligned with our interest in having this kind of global reach and influence in terms of helping people get around and helping people make more sustainable choices. Next time you're wondering whether or not you're going to miss that bus, there is a solution. We're now joined by Matt Kaywood, the founder of Transit Screen, a homegrown startup making a big difference in more and more people's lives. Matt, thanks for taking the time. Thanks. Great to be here. So tell us what Transit Screen does. Let's say you're leaving your office building and you have a choice of commute options. You could take Metro. You could take a bike share. You could take Uber if it's raining. Transit Screen helps bring all those information options helps bring all those options into one place so that you can get informed about how many minutes away the next Uber or subway is, or whether it's raining so you can take bike share or not. So really it's about making all of your transportation options available at a glance and helping overcome the information barrier that sometimes makes people just take the, the option that they're familiar with. You didn't start a business the way most people tend to think you start businesses. How did you come to be an entrepreneur here in the DC region? Uh, it, it was never really my plan. Uh, I was uh, more of an academic, actually. I uh, did a PhD in San Francisco at the University of California in uh, neuroscience. And I came to DC uh, to work at MITRE, uh, which is a, a kind of a national lab. And I was doing uh, defense-related neuroscience and artificial intelligence work there. However, I had always had an interest in uh, transportation, and I'd always had an interest in uh, making an impact uh, in people's lives and, and society. And uh, so when an opportunity came up to um, work with a small group of people in uh, building new technologies for transportation, uh, especially transit and more sustainable types of transportation, I kind of jumped at that and uh, helped uh, start a program in Arlington that uh, eventually, through a, a variety of twists and turns, led to TransScreen. Now, when I think of TransScreen, I think about a, a big screen with information showing me when and how I can get an Uber or what the weather's like and so forth. But there's more to the business than than, than that, sounds to me. What, what What's the secret sauce about it? You know, I think the secret uh, of what we do, it's, it's you know, not uh, too mysterious. It's, it's really just um, thinking about the way that people behave in public and how people get information in public. So, uh, you know, we've talked to Many people all along, you know, said, oh, well, you know, why aren't you guys building a mobile app that will work anywhere for, for any, you know, uh, time I want it? You know, I can get information about uh, where I'm uh, at. And, uh, you know, the way we see it is uh, you can build all the apps in the world. There are a lot of great ones, Google Maps, Apple Maps, uh, some various transit apps. But uh, that doesn't really pay attention to how people actually use those apps in, in, in the real world. And, you know, most of the time when people are walking around, they're too busy on their phone, tweeting, you know, snapping, whatever. Like, they are not thinking about their transit. They're not thinking about their next trip. And, uh, you know, so having a channel of information, like a, a public screen, is really the best way to get people and to help them uh, make the decision that saves them time and, and helps them make a more sustainable choice. Is it the, is it the part of the brain or the, the part of our behavior where we tend to be drawn to things that are, that are groups that, you know, you see other people looking at it and think, oh, that's important information, whereas an app sort of isolates people? Is that what you mean? 
Yeah, there's definitely a social uh, context effect where people are, you know, looking at, at things and that, that gets other people to stop and look and gawk. And, and we hope to leverage that in the, the places that we are. Like, uh, you know, we have some screens outside Gallery Place in Chinatown uh, on the big billboards there. Um, ironically, uh, Metro itself is at those locations and they're unable to provide information to you at the top of the Metro stairs that tell you when the next train is coming. So we, along with our, our media partner, Orange Barrel uh, Media, stepped in and, and provided that kind of information on these billboards. So um, we hope with those ones, we you know people start looking at them and that helps you know uh, engage other people. That's definitely one of the potentials of uh, having public signs. But I think the other potential is just, uh, you know, they're in your way and they're they're in the sight line and one of the things that we pay a lot of attention to is trying to get screens at places where people are making decisions and and i think that's another part of it so um a lot of transit screens that you'll find around dc are in the lobbies of buildings uh, residential uh, apartment buildings and commercial office buildings and that's because we see more and more people don't have a plan for how they're going to get to the next thing. They, um, you know, just walk out the door and they're they're on their way. And then we can actually get to them at the point where they're making a decision, which is often as late as right when they're about to leave the building. Now, you mentioned earlier you first came in the region to work at MITRE. MITRE is reputed to be one of the best places in town to be a, a researcher, just a lot of fun. And I assume you had a good time when you were a researcher. Are you having a good time being an entrepreneur? And what about this region prompted you to, to change your life that way? Um, you know, absolutely. I mean, I, I had a great time there and I, uh, you know, published some, some papers and, and did some research that, um, you know, hopefully will turn into interesting projects and, and, and like, um, for instance, one of the projects I worked on was, um, diagnosing a concussion using a, a little uh, task that someone could do at you know the side of line of a football field or on a, a battlefield and could get a quick concussion uh, diagnosis that says you have to you know pull them out or, or, or keep them in that was a great project but I'm having more fun with what I'm doing now clearly and I think the the big difference for me is just the potential reach and impact of uh, you know what we're doing at transit screen the number of people looking at our signs you know daily is in certainly in the hundreds of thousands if, if not higher at this point and you know that's really where I think um, the potential of Washington to be the the center of you know a lot of things uh, really is aligned with our interest in in having this kind of global reach and and, and influence um, in terms of helping people get around and helping people make more sustainable choices. One of the things I was thinking about when I was, you know, making the decision to go full time at Transit Screen and, and start growing the company was um, in the past, uh, I, I used to do some open source kind of software work. So contributing publicly to, to different projects. Uh, one of the things I did uh, back in about 2008 was I uh, rewrote the dictionary for Firefox, the web browser, right? So at the time, if you typed in Firefox and you were uh, typing name of President Barack Obama, it would autocorrect that to Osama. So someone needed to fix that. I fixed that. And then I fixed a bunch of other stuff too. And I realized that the number of people that I'd, I had made an impact on with that little change was like 500 million people were using Firefox at the time. That was just staggering to me. And so for me, that kind of reoriented me a little bit towards, um, you know, jobs and 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 work and efforts that that made a larger public impact, and that's where I'd like to see Transit Screen going. It seems to me that your experience here is a template. Are there a lot of people like you in town, sort of, are that are not involved in entrepreneurship right now? Maybe are federal labs that 
are our biggest entrepreneurial untapped resource? How do we get them engaged like you? I believe there are. And I, I hope there are a lot more people like me who are considering taking this kind of um, uh, career path. I know that uh, some of the people I worked at at the federal labs were some of the smartest people I knew. Um, and uh, there are a lot of them. Uh, I think part of it is, um, you know, people who are, are in those career paths are often a little bit less entrepreneurial and, and, and um, maybe, you know, they have family, maybe they have a mortgage. Um, and so we need to think as, as a region uh, about, you know, ways to reach those people um, who have great ideas and help them kind of ease into entrepreneurship, you know, and whether that's building, you know, sort of incubators and, and collaboration spaces like, you know, Tandem NSI that are that are a little bit closer to where those people are, or whether it's um, finding ways to uh, transition, uh, you know, research and, and from the, the national labs into into companies. I mean, one of the, the I think, criticisms you could make of, of FFRDC's federal labs is that they talk a lot about um, commercialization of their research, but they don't do a great job of going about it. And there's sometimes too many barriers uh, that are put in the way of people who are trying to, to make things happen. And so I think um, some of that is changing. Uh, I have former colleagues at MITRE who are now you know, trying to, to get some stuff outside the, the, the company a little bit and, and try to, to slowly grow it into a, a startup. Um, and I think we need to um, focus more on, on pathways uh, for commercialization uh, that, that can help leverage the talent. And you know, really, when you're talking about startups, there's no one better as a founder than the person who originally started the project and, and who developed the technology because they often understand it at a much deeper level than any uh, other commercialization partner would. So you really need to find a way to get those people outside the, the, the lab. Another great example of how this region can convert people from having fun thinking things up to having fun making a big difference. Matt Kaywood, we are really happy to see the progress transit screens making, and we look forward to hearing great things in the future. Thank you. So thanks for listening to this episode of What's Working in Washington. Remember, our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online contributors are Michael Hoffman and Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two bands here in the D.C. region, Two Car Living Room and The Sunbathers. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and don't forget to rate the podcast that helps us spread the word about the interesting stories we're telling on what's working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time.